out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance, and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. School is out for the summer. Did you, a family member, or a friend just graduate? Well, hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I am Young Juan, and today our show is all about the end of the school year and the excitement of senior graduation. So we're here with Jane, and I and Jane are both seniors who are looking forward to talking about graduation and what it's like to be leaving high school and all these 12 years of education that we've had so far. So Jane Fessenden, our Nerd Word reporter, is here with us to give us a little insight on what we lose academically by going on summer break. Hi, Jane. Hey, Jungju. Um, so I'm Jane, and I'm the reporter for the segment Nerd Word. And in light of the summertime, I'll be talking about summer learning loss. So now I know what we're all thinking Because it's summer now, all we want to do is literally nothing and relax and hang out with friends and tan and go out to movies. But this actually may not be the best idea. See, our ideal ideal of lazy summers can actually cause us to lose our reading and math skills acquired the year before. And um, there has been some skepticism uh, concerning summer learning loss and its um, reality, but research... um, about it has been quite extensive over the past 10 years, and evidence keeps pointing to the fact that it's very real. And um, recently, actually, there was, an, uh, there was a report released uh, last month by the R.I.N.D. Corporation, and the average summer learning loss in math and reading for American students amounts to about one month per year. And there also have been other statistics saying that roughly two months are lost um, during summer. So a significant portion of what we learned during the school year is lost. And uh, students typically score lower on standardized tests at the end of summer vacation and they do, um, than they do on the same test at the beginning of summer vacation. And this summer learning loss is cumulative. So imagine summer after summer after summer from fifth to sophomore year, um, nearly half of a year of schooling is lost. And Granted, this problem isn't entirely our faults, um, our students' faults, but um, it's also affected by the school and really the public school's tradition of a 180-day school calendar, which cre- which is kind of inefficient um, 
for learning. And I mean, you spend nearly nine months um, immersed in intense academic classes, and then you spend three months of doing literally nothing, um, which results in summer learning loss. So how should we prevent summer learning loss? So assuming that you want to retain um, your intellect and not have to go back and relearn a lot of the things that you already know, um, that really is the question. And you, how you can prevent summer learning loss. So many school and teachers, a lot of school administrators say that engaging in, uh, in a school program or anything really um, with real academic rigor helps, um, though as appealing as taking a class may sound, um, I know that taking a class isn't the most exciting thing that a student can think about, um, especially during the summertime. So um, I actually have some tips that you can do on your own rather than a, in a class setting, and they're also a lot cheaper than taking a class. So uh, you can start a book club with your friends or family. Uh, you can really read anything from fiction or sci-fi, or even um, if you're still into academics, you can read a textbook, maybe get ahead on your summer reading, um, really whatever floats your boat. And as long as you're engaged, you'll uh, help prevent summer learning loss. You can even read a book before watching a movie, like I know The Fault in Their Stars is coming out soon, so you could read that. Um, and I know that like The Host came out a while ago, I know that's a pretty good book I've heard. Um, you can also make a trip, you can um, I know it really kind of sounds weird and it's not entirely academic, but uh, planning a trip really allows for your leadership and um, planning skills to grow. So you could go to the beach, you could go camping, go for a picnic or into the city as long as you're like planning stuff or getting involved. Um, you can also go to a museum or art gallery. Um, you can make it a day out on the town, um, hanging out with friends. Um, and there are really a lot of really great exhibits out there I know about. Like I know um, at our local museum at the, well, not so local, but at the De Young, they're having a Georgia O'Keeffe show. And I hear that's very good. So you, <laughs> there's always a lot of um, museum or art tours that are going on. Um, you can also uh, learn a new language or ha learn how to make an app. Um, probably computer science for dummies. I'm sure there's a book out there for that. Um, you can also look into something you've always interest, been interested in. I know that I've always wanted to look up um, astronomy and I've always wanted to learn Italian, so I plan on learning Italian this summer. Um, you can also audit a class at a college. Um, maybe just sit in on a few lectures. You have, probably have to get permission from the professor, but those are always pretty fun. But really, overall, you just need about 15 minutes a day on a special skill like reading or doing some math problems can really just help sustain what you've learned. Um, just 15 minutes, and that's really all that takes, and that's how you can probably, that's how you can prevent summer learning loss. That, these are some really great suggestions for how to spend the summer, but do you think that in order to prevent summer learning loss, the Public Education Administration should try to change the calendar of schooling to eliminate such a long summer break? Um, there has, I've looked, um, I've been doing some research and there has been a lot of discussion um, across the nation um, talking about whether or not like schools should change their uh, systems. Um, but really, the one thing that would be the most beneficial without having to like completely restructure um, the entire schooling system would 
probably be to for the school itself to provide uh, summer school um, programs that are optional for kids um, over the summer. I know that a few places in Ohio are trying to do that. But really at this point, um, it's just funding that would be the issue. Uh, but I think if the schools really stepped up and provided a summer program that's optional for kids um, or maybe required if they need it, uh, it would really be beneficial to pre- help prevent summer learning loss. Yeah, and I know throughout the years I've had summer homework in various classes, such as reading like two right. chapters of European history or some various books for English classes. Do you think that more classes should give summer homework? Um, I mean, as much as, as I'm a fan of doing work, I think <laughs> overall, probably there should be something there. Though I find um, if I am given uh, homework at the end, I tend to just, I'm a big procrastinator and I tend to leave <laughs> it off till the end. So really the last two weeks are just, just a lot of work in summer, but really the majority of summer is not really doing anything. <laughs> so I think there should be some sort of check like in the middle or something like that yeah to help uh to like regiment of what you're doing (laughs) and after people starting the school year again what are some good ways to get out of the summer learning loss and get back focused for fall um well for me it's always been summer homework but uh I guess like probably to get tuned in you probably want to Probably similar things to summer home. You probably want to start reading some stuff or going over math problems, maybe reviewing the stuff that you had learned at the end of the year of last year um, to probably give yourself a head start in the course as well as um, get yourself prepped for the school year and just get in that focus mentality rather than the lazy and relaxed mentality of the summertime. Yeah, and since you and I are both graduating this year, without um, the strain of starting another high school year, are you um, organizing any fun summer plans? Um, I play on a club soccer team, um, and we're rel- we're pretty good. We won, we won Northern California the state cup, Northern California um, thing, and we're gonna go to regionals this summer in um, New Mexico. Wow! Compete for nationals, so. That is really exciting. So another way to eliminate summer learning loss is to become a member of the Be The Star You Are book review team. And you read books of your choice, write a review, and get published. And that is pretty cool. Email us at info at for guidelines. And do all the things that Jane suggested because they are great ways to spend the summer. I'm Young Juwan, and during the break, be sure to visit Express Yourself Teen Radio to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, check us out on YouTube at be the star you are, youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stick around for next segment with Amelia Glass, a senior graduate who shares some of her senior highlights. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. 
Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is the end of the school year and senior graduation. Our next guest is the younger sister of Rachel Glass, a founding reporter and host of Express Yourself. Amelia Glass is 17 years old and just graduated from high school. Although she'll she currently lives at home with her parents and brother. She'll be flying the nest in the fall to attend university. Hi, Amelia, and congratulations upon your high school graduation. Hi, thank you. It's super exciting to be graduated. So now that senior year is all over, was your final year fun, stressful, or a little combination of both? It was definitely a combination of both. I think the first semester was really stressful, but after ex- uh, for me, after AP testing was done, it got a lot more fun and yeah. started doing a lot more activities. So, <laughs> you know, the last part is fun, but the first part's a little stressful. And what kind of end-of-the-year activities does your school have for seniors? Oh, we have a lot. Um, we start with the senior picnic, which is basically during lunch, all of the seniors hang out on the lawn and get sandwiches. It's really fun to like see everyone. And then we have the senior breakfast, which is super fun because everyone wears their college shirts. Okay. So you get to see where everyone's going. And then we have like, you know, senior dish day, which isn't through the school, but everyone (laughs) does it. So things like that. And those are always really fun. Yeah. And who organizes all these kinds of events? Our leadership class does and they're super great about getting all the information out and making it like really special and they put a lot of work into it so they're always really fun and everyone usually goes and it's just it's a blast (laughs) and do you have any plans for after graduation like summer trips or any exciting last things you want to do before leaving high school I actually just got a full-time job working at a summer camp you know all day so I won't be going on any trips but I think that will be a really good yeah that sounds really fun yeah and is that for the whole summer 
It's for a majority of the summer. My school actually starts late, so I won't go until September. Okay. But I'm working until August, so a big chunk of my summer will be spent there. And where are you attending college next year? I'm going to the University of Oregon, which is also where my sister goes. (laughs) She'll be a senior, but it'll be really nice because I won't see her around campus. I'll have to go out of my way to see her, which will be nice so we can (laughs) hang out. (laughs) Yeah. Did that influence your decision at all? A little bit. It was just a it was nice because I'd spent the campus and I'd see the campus from a student's point of view. So when I was applying, because when I was applying to a lot of colleges, I didn't know what to expect. But there, I really knew what to expect. Yeah. Nice. It sounds kind of nice to have your sister there if you need any help. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people getting homesick and like really want to go home. So it's nice to have someone there from home in case Yeah. And I know that college isn't the only option for a lot of people. A lot of people do things called gap years where they spend a year traveling or doing some self-enriching thing instead of a year of college. And do you know any people who are doing other things than college? Yeah, a few people actually. Um, Two of my friends, they're twins. There's a boy and a girl. (laughs) And they're going, they're Norwegian, and they're going to Norway. Oh, wow. um, Going to school there and then um, coming back. And it's interesting because his school that he got into, um, his number one choice, deferred him. So obviously he start in the fall, but the girl will have to reapply to college. So, you know, sometimes that happens, but they're really excited about it. Yeah, that sounds really cool to be going off to Norway. I know. It sounds like it's going to be a really good experience. And so for the college applying process for a semester, how many colleges did you apply to? I had a list of about 12, and I was able to narrow it down to about five by the time I applied. And that was just me thinking, because, you know, it is expensive to apply, you know, 50 or so for each application, and that really adds up. But I would just go through a list. I'd say, well, I can never see myself here, or I'm just applying here simply because it's a safety school, but I already have this other safety school I'd rather go to. So, and just also, like, locations of things. Like, yeah. some schools were in bad locations, and so I kind of just crossed them off the list because <laughs> I didn't really want to go there. Yeah, a lot of people have been telling me before the college process started, oh, um, the weather's not that important. Oh, the dorms aren't that important. But if you think about living there for four years, th- those little things are important to imagining your Yeah, and it's easy there. to say that before you apply, but once you start doing all the research, you realize yeah. that there's a lot of different things to look at when applying to college. And what were some of the important factors in your research? Um, I think the school itself, you know, it's a beautiful, um, I'm going to the University of Oregon, like I mentioned, and Mm. it's a beautiful campus, (laughs) but also the people there, there's a lot of school spirit, and it's just, you know, just because it's a good school doesn't mean it's the right school for you, and so I felt that this was the right school for me, like, I felt like I could fit in with those people, so that kind of helped me choose. That was, like, a big factor. Yeah, that's definitely a big factor for me as well. And did you um, think that visiting was a good indication? I actually didn't visit. Oh, okay. Well, because I had seen it before with my sister, obviously, so I didn't feel the need to visit, and then once I got all my acceptances and rejections, I, (laughs) you know, I really just that I wanted to go there and so I committed and then visited for like our you know kind of like one of those introduction days yeah um but I think for some people depending on where you're going like yeah visiting's a big aspect of it if I hadn't gone before I definitely think I would have gone yeah and so you had that background you were talking about um getting into schools and also being rejected and what does it feel like to not get into a school it sucks. And the funny thing is, it's the letter doesn't make you feel any better because they're trying to be nice. And they're saying, oh, we had 70,000 kids, but we only 
20,000, but I wasn't one of those 20,000. <laughs> but I think it really helps you decide where you want to go, but you'll end up where you're supposed to be. Like, a school rejecting you is basically just saying that they don't think you're the right fit for them. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. They're saying, you know what, maybe the curriculum might be a little too hard, or maybe you won't like their essay, you know, it didn't fit with them. And so I think even though it's like, it's getting rejected by anything, I think it's really helpful because it's, you know, it's that school's way of saying, we don't think you're a good fit for us. And so I think that's just, you know, it's just one of the things in life, like, you feel rejected, but you got accepted somewhere else, so. Yeah, I love what you said earlier about how if you're supposed to go somewhere, you'll end up there. And so at the time when you're like, oh, no, I got rejected, it might feel like you were supposed to go to that school. But eventually you realize that, no, you have a lot of different paths that you're able to take. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt. And for Oregon, what is your intended major? So I'm currently an English major. And oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of a funny story how I did that because I really didn't know what I wanted to major in, but I wanted to choose a major for some reason. <laughs> and, you know, those are like, I was, you know, that's where I excel at school. So I thought, well, I'll major in that. But then as I, you know, after I got accepted, I realized that I didn't want to major in that. <laughs> and one of the really great things about Oregon is that I can change my major. I can change my major when I go to register for classes. So I can change it right now if I wanted to online. <laughs> I don't know what I want to it to but that's also something to consider when choosing a major is some schools will not let you change that major yeah just make sure like if you can't change it that you're doing something you really want to do because I'd be in a real big pickle right now (laughs) I couldn't change it yeah and that's another joy of college just to not know what you want to do and just to take a bunch of classes exactly find out yeah because you know high school's you know like you could be really good at something but it might not be an indication of what you really yeah so something to consider and since high school's all over, what were some of the highlights of the entire four years? Well, I think, oh, highlights. I just think things where our class got to come together because I really, like, you know, there's obviously you don't get along with everyone, but I think I personally had, like, a really great class. It was fun to do things like, I think, like, ball, senior ball and junior yeah. prom, and, like, the senior <laughs> picnic and things just, like, where you get to see everyone and, like, spend time with everyone and I think that's also really important like football game just having that school spirit that environment and so I think that was one of the highlights where there's such a big like we're all just one big and so that was that's one of my highlights of high school yeah I started going to a lot of school productions of plays and other such things like that last year and I really regretted not partaking in more school activities because when you think about it like the the sport those kids in the play they're your peers and like you want to support them and you want to show them that love yeah and so looking on to college what are some things that are really exciting that you're looking forward to I think meeting new people both scary and exciting because obviously it's hard to like make new friends and like all that but I just know people just make you know the best of friends yeah and I think that's one of the things I'm most excited obviously just that environment of just being with a bunch of people your age who are Doing all this fun stuff. But I, I'm definitely really excited to, like, you know, figure out all my roommate stuff and get my house and just move in because I think that's, like, a really big part of college is just, like, getting there and, like, arriving. Yeah. I'm really excited about just the independence. And independence, yeah. in some ways, is really huge. You're living by yourself. But there's also the little things that you have to do by yourself, like laundry or finding directions or buying Yes, kids. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, things. just the little things are kind of overwhelming, even more so than, oh, I'm moving and living in somewhere new. 
Yeah, it's also scary because you're living with someone new. Yeah. You're literally that first night. It might be the first time you meet them, and you're just, like, sleeping there with them, and <laughs> you really have no idea who they are, so that's a little scary, but. <laughs> have you met your roommate yet? Uh, okay, it's a little, yeah. Well, <laughs> I haven't met her in person, but I was planning on going random because my mom thought, you know, my sister did that. And, like, my sister didn't have the best roommate experience, but she thought, you know, it was, like, you should just go random. But then my friends had be- begun talking to people, and I was, like, I got really stressed one night. And I was, like, should I be talking to the people? And this girl had posted something, and I was, like, well, we have a long comment, so maybe I'll chat her. And so we did have a long comment, and we turned out to be really good friends. And so I think I'm going to room with her. We haven't oh, exactly like, cool. finalized it, but I'm really excited to actually do that. So yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and what are some advice for incoming seniors who are looking at that last year? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, in the college process, I think the biggest advice I can give is don't underestimate yourself, of course, but don't overestimate yourself. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of harsh, but I know people who applied to schools that were very out of their reach, but all the schools were out of their reach, and they ended up only getting into their safety, and, you know, they weren't very happy about that, but what they did is they didn't really look at, and this is something I didn't really do to my junior year, but, you know, there's a school out there for everyone, and you really have to look at where you fit in, and like I said before, just because it's a good school doesn't mean it's the right school for you like it can be Harvard but if you don't fit in with the people if you don't like the people you're not going to have a good experience there so I definitely looking at a college just look at academics look at everything as a whole yeah and then also don't stress yourself out like I said (laughs) before like you'll end up well where you will end up so even if you don't get into your no I didn't get into my number one school but I'm really excited to go to Oregon and so I think that you know, it's not the end of the world to get rejected. I know it feels that way, but <laughs> in the end, you're still going to college. And even if you don't, like, you know, you'll find a new path, like studying abroad or something like that. So I think just just take a deep breath and it'll all happen. It's all going to be over at one point. So yeah, just don't stress. I would definitely have, um, I didn't realize there were so many schools out there and so many different opportunities. Um, I'd always just known like the top 10 schools exactly. but, but I really w- was excited to find a new community of schools that people didn't really know about but were also really good options yeah so- a lot of people only think of like you know Stanford and like UC Berkeley and <laughs> you know San Diego State, but those aren't the only schools like there are other schools there are private schools there's other places it's not just yeah those. And so it just really amazed me how many schools out, are out there and how yeah. important it is to just research <laughs> and really know what you're looking for in a school I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And so how does it feel to be graduating? It feels weird. It's (laughs) very bittersweet because some days I'll be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go to college. But some days I'm sitting in class and I'm thinking, I'll never have this teacher for math again. (laughs) Or, for example, my French teacher has been the same for a couple of years. And so it's like, I'll never be sitting in this class again, like, with these people. And so that's kind of sad to think that, like, you know, some people you have classes with every year and you just won't see them again. Yeah. And, or, like, your family. Like, you <laughs> kind of take for granted. You take for granted living at home. Like, I know I did just, you know, everything about it. And so it's very bittersweet. It feels weird. It definitely feels weird. It's, like, nerve-wracking and exciting and scary. And 
all these emotions at the same time. <laughs> well, again, congratulations on graduation, Amelia, and best of success at Oregon. And I know Thank you'll you. have fun while studying and meeting new people. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was delightful. You are listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio. I'm Young Juan. Check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our third segment of Express Yourself, where today's topic is the end of school and graduation. I'm Young Juan, and Asia Gonzalez is here with me to finish the show. And I'm Asia, and now we'll go to our Health with Henna report with Henna Hundal. Hi, Henna. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm thrilled to be talking with you today on my segment, Health with Henna for Express Yourself. I'm an 11th grader from Turlock, California, with the mission to empower the new generation to lead active, healthy lives. I believe that if teenagers can get off on the right foot by making healthy lifestyle choices, then there's no telling what we'll be able to accomplish. Now, this past school year, I had so many senior friends who graduated and left. It's been hard adjusting because I had known these seniors well before high school, some for eight or nine years. I've always loved having friends who were just a little bit older than me, who I could look up to and get advice from. Even if the person was just a year or two older than me age-wise, for some reason, I always felt like I had so much to learn from them. I think that teenage years are disproportionate in how many strides they represent. Just one year in the life of a teenager represents so much potential for growth and transformation. Thus, getting to spend my high school years with so many senior friends 
has helped me blossom in a multitude of ways. And I'm not alone in my appreciation for these incredible friends. An Australian study recently conducted by the Center for Aging Studies at Flinders University actually looked into the health benefits of maintaining good, unique friendships. The researchers followed nearly 1,500 older people for 10 years and found that those who had a large network of friends outlived those with the fewest friends by 22%. Now, why was this the case? Well, the researchers concluded that having true friends can be a great factor in encouraging healthy lifestyle patterns and discouraging unhealthy behaviors. Good friends can help one ward off depression, can amplify self-esteem, and can provide much-needed social support. Indeed, there is a clear indication of psychologically nurturing effects from those people whom we consider to be our closest allies, our shoulder to lean on, and our cheerleaders in this journey called life. I can say without a doubt that all my wonderful senior friends who graduated this year have strengthened me indescribably. My high school experience would never have been the same without them. And to every one of them listening to this today, I thank you all for the amazing memories. Well, I'm actually in the same grade as you, Hannah, and I have the same experiences you're having. I have a lot of senior friends, too. Um, oh, do you right, have right, keep right. in touch with all your senior friends? If so, how? Oh, for sure. I'm going to do anything I can to really keep the lines of communication open between us. I'll definitely be wanting to know how they fare in their first year off at college and keep up to date with all the great things I know they're going to be doing. Yeah, I know for sure we're going to be you know, texting and calling and that type of thing. But since many of my senior friends are actually going to colleges nearby, there will definitely be ample opportunity to get together and reconnect just like old times. Yeah, and they can even- give advice. Oh, right, right. And even for my senior friends who are actually going to colleges a little further away, I think it would be kind of cool for me to actually travel there. Maybe I could get to see them and visit a cool college. Yeah. Um, So why have so many senior friends have uh, been such a blessing to you through high school? What kind of advice have they given you? Well, I've loved having people who could really help guide me through the beautiful chaos that is high school. It's kind of that, you know, been there, done that creed. Exactly. Where my senior friends knew what I was going through junior year. Exactly. And they were always there to offer me great advice or help me make some important decisions. And they were people I could really look up to and model my choices after. And I'm so grateful for everything that my senior friends did to make my high school experience just that much more memorable. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. Like um, when I was a junior, I also looked up to so many senior friends. And as a senior now, I'm really sad to leave all my underclassmen friends behind. And I also loved having that aspect of people there to just give you advice on classes and also just life issues since they've been there for a year longer than you have. And are you looking forward to your own senior year? Oh, definitely. I think that's something that really every high schooler looks forward to. (laughs) It's kind of like an affirmation for yourself. It's that, yes, I've made it this far. Yeah. Right. You know, but on the same side of the token, I think it's also kind of a wow, look how far I still have to go. (laughs) You know, look how much further my journey extends. You know, I think senior year is kind of that crossroads between the young, happy go lucky childhood life 
we always knew and the nearly adult life of being out there in the real world and trying to make it on your own. So I think I have a lot to look forward to my senior year and I can't wait. It's definitely been really scary and at times emotional. My friend has been telling me she's been crying in choir when they play songs that they listen to in the the beginning of the year. Yeah, so it's definitely... um, a changing time in your life and it's great to have so many friends and people who really understand what's going on. Oh, absolutely. I would definitely agree. I mean, my senior friends have opened my eyes tremendously <laughs> just with so many different aspects. I mean, even though we're all in the same age group technically, we're all in the same generation. You know, just as I was talking about it, a teenage year represents so much change and transformation that you really have a lot to learn from people just a year or two older than you. I have a lot of senior friends, actually. I have a ton of older friends, and they (laughs) always give me the best advice what to do through high school, because most of the time I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? So uh, what was basically the best advice you got from an older friend? Well, I think the advice that a lot of them gave me really came down to this. They told me, don't be afraid. And I think that's so crucial to remember as you go through high school, as you journey through this really different time in your life. It can be a wonderful experience if you make it. It it is what you make it. So that's what they really encouraged me to see, that if I'm not afraid to get out there and to find my passion, to find what I'm made of, to find what I want to do, I can make this a really great time in my life. That is really beautiful. Right, yeah, right. That is so such I've good really advice. done everything I can to kind of follow that and really make this a wonderful four years. Yeah. <laughs> and even looking back through junior year, what have been some of the like most memorable times of high school so far? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I think definitely it would have to be within all the clubs that I'm a part of because when you're in, when you you know join clubs, you're with people of all different age groups. You're with freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors. So you get a little mix of everyone's kind of viewpoint and vantage point in high school. And so not only there would I have my senior, my great senior friends there to kind of guide me through and again, offer me their advice and guidance, but I'd also be able to take on that role a little bit myself by providing that to my sophomore and freshman friends. So I think in all the clubs that I've been in, whether it be going on field trips for them or going to competition, there's been ample opportunity to interact with people from all different ages on the spectrum in high school and really, you know, relay that advice. I can't agree with you more. I'm part of the school public speaking team. And although I love speaking and speeches and competition and whatnot, the favorite part of this program is just getting to know people of all different like classes, grades, and just hearing them talk about their own experiences and just having people you from all different grades in the hallways, just feeling connected to everyone at your school. Oh, definitely. I think the power of a conversation is kind of forgotten sometimes nowadays. Just talking to these people from all different walks of life, all different ages, all different demographics can open up such a transformative world to you. I think it's so valuable (laughs) to be able to interact with all these different types of people and get a different slice of life. And what do you think is the best way to try to interact with people of all different grades? Well, for me, again, it definitely has been joining clubs. I think if you are athletic and you're involved in multiple sports, of course, that'd be a wonderful way uh, to get to meet more people. But 
anyone can join a club. Yeah. And I think that's what's wonderful <laughs> about clubs. And you can join any type of club, really. And if your school doesn't offer it, you can make a club for that. You can make a chocolate lovers club. I know <laughs> at my school, they have a zombie survival club. Where kids who are just obsessed with the whole zombie apocalypse notion actually formed a club. And so I think joining a club is a great way to get to meet people who are really just like you. (laughs) And so I think, right, right. If you're in a club, there's no way you can't have a friend. You're going to find many. Totally. I actually have a family friend that inspired me to go to a college that I really want to go to. Do you have any friends that inspired you to take a certain career direction? Well, I remember one of my friends who's now graduating. She's a senior. Well, she already graduated. Uh, but I've known her since seventh grade. Oh, wow. And <laughs> Right. And so, you know, we, we go back. And I remember that it was our little passion, if you will, to be astronauts. <laughs> we <laughs> dreamed of nothing more than to be a part of NASA one day. And so we definitely together, we would pursue the highest uh, math and science courses available to us, trying to do anything to one day be able to get into NASA. And (laughs) although now looking back, I don't think her and I are as keen on being in NASA (laughs) per se, definitely that kind of motivated us, that experience of being together and wanting to do, wanting to go after the shared goal really motivated us to take the highest level courses available to us and really inspired us to continue on with our education. And so I think that was definitely a great experience of us two coming together and really doing something right with our lives and with our careers one day. Is there a club or an activity in your high school that you regret not joining? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I think I've really branched out and joined almost any club I could that really interested me. I have a pretty full schedule after school with balancing all my extracurriculars and clubs. So as of now, I would say that I've really been able to dip my toes into everything that I've wanted to. Um, But perhaps joining the Zombie Survival Club just to find out what they do in there would have been nice. That one sounds interesting. I have a lot of younger friends, you know, sophomore friends and freshmen, uh, and I have been able to give them advice on what you're supposed to do for classes. Do you have any younger friends that you've been able to do that for? Oh, definitely. And all these clubs with all the freshmen and sophomores that I get to interact with. And even in my classes, I have a couple of classes and electives, particularly where there are younger kids in there. I'm definitely able to either offer them homework help or they'll come to me wanting advice on what AP classes to take next year or what are the cool clubs to be in or, you know, what's the 411 just in general going on at the school. So definitely I've been able to interact with younger kids, with older kids kids really touch on every notch in that spectrum of age and demographics at my high school and I've been so blessed because of that. Thanks Hannah. As always this was so informative. I'm Asia Gonzalez and this is Express Yourself. Visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And I'm Young Juan. Make sure to watch our videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Express Yourself is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity and positive media charity. For info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Stay right here with us. Next segment, we'll talk more about college and some of my plans. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and today's program centers around senior week, graduation, and the end of school. And I'm Young Juan. Well, Asia, it feels really weird to say this, but high school is over for me. Did you ever imagine that this day would come? How do you feel? Are you relieved, excited, exhausted, anxious, scared, thrilled, or all of these things? Oh my goodness. Well, I am kind of a mix of all of those feelings. Just, it feels really surreal after 12 years of education from elementary to middle to high school. It just feels really weird not to be coming back next year for more high school classes. Yeah, I'm really excited for what you have ahead of you. Uh, You graduated from high school. Mandatory education is now over. (laughs) But I know that's not the end for you. Since you're so fresh out of high school, I have a few questions I'd like to ask you and get your opinion and perspective. Sure. What questions, what tough questions are you thinking through in your life right now? Well, it's just sort of strange to be moving off somewhere without your parents, without people you've grown up with for so long. So some some tough questions would be like just taking care of myself, like how am I going to do that? How am I going to be responsible for everything? And also just what I want to pursue with my life is also a very scary thing to think about. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that too, even though I have one more year of high school. What am I going to do for college? (laughs) It starts junior year. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what class in high school do you feel has prepared you the most for your future? Well, 
actually, I loved my honors English class in junior year, and I had a really wonderful teacher who was just really passionate about English as well as giving life advice. So it was always really relaxing and informative to be in her class and listen to all the things she had to say. Yeah, she was 71 years old, so she's lived through quite a lot of things. In what personal ways have you matured since entering high school? What advice would you give in entering freshman? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I feel like everyone goes through that crazy freshman phase where they're just very hyper, very energetic, and just you don't know how to get rid of all that energy. And although I feel like I wasn't that crazy of a freshman, looking back on the freshman now, it's just obvious that everyone has a lot of growing up to do. So... In what personal ways? I don't know. Um, Probably just having a better sense of who I am, becoming more comfortable with just being myself and not really having to put on a mask for people. Definitely one thing that I have really learned in high school. And also, what advice? I don't know. (laughs) Just to be you, just to know what you really want to do. And like uh, Hannah was saying before, just to take part in everything that you can from drama to public speaking to mock trial. Just trying everything out is so important. I like how you said that high school is basically your four years where you find yourself, you basically find your personality. And I agree with that. But what really saddens you the most about leaving high school since it's a really huge part of your teenage life? Yeah. Probably the friends that I've made in high school, it's really sad to leave them behind, but also exciting to meet new people and just the sudden change of not of going to adulthood rather than supervised teenage years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. I definitely agree with you on that. You had a lot of close friends and to what extent have your peers influenced your values and attitudes? Well, I've definitely seen a lot of my friends work really hard to achieve their goals. And not that I wasn't someone who worked hard before, but it's just really encouraging when you're in a whole community of people who have really lofty ambitions and work really hard to get there. So I feel like by being part of that, I've also worked really hard and set goals for myself. And it's really nice having other people tell you, oh, why stop yourself here when you can, when you are capable of so much more do you feel like do you feel like you also have really good friends who have influenced you I have a lot of good friends since I've moved schools so many times I have a lot of different (laughs) friends where they're all different uh points of views they have different advice for me and they have all influenced on what I should do in high school and how it (laughs) should uh like what should be good paths to be taken and just all those kind of things that are really good for friends to be dependent on And since you've moved around a lot, do you feel like it's hard to keep in touch with friends? I think now that we all have Facebook and Twitter, (laughs) unlike how our parents did, I think it's a lot easier to be able to connect with people because I do have a lot of friends in California and I have quite a bit of friends in Arizona. So it's easier to connect with them now that we have Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all that, uh, just as the uh, segment was last week about how we can all connect with each other now easily. I feel like Facebook and new forms of technology are really good for finding new friends, especially in college. Like all these college Facebook groups allow you to meet people before you even step foot to just know a couple familiar faces. That's definitely totally useful. (laughs) Funny how Facebook was actually based in college. So (laughs) it's great to use that. Um, 
But you were talking about how you were in honors and of which of your accomplishments or honors are you the most proud of and oh, why? Oh my goodness. Such hard questions. <laughs> um, accomplishments. I have never really liked math. So it was just a really a personal <laughs> accomplishment to just be done with math and to understand the topics that I thought I would never be able to grasp. So just challenging myself and doing things outside of the box, probably joining the debate team was also a large step for me. That's so yeah, really proud of myself for just leaving the comfort zone and trying out different things. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, looking back on your life, what event or person had been most influential in your decision to excel in the course of your development? <laughs> Probably my grandma, actually. I grew up with my grandma in childhood, and I visit her every summer. And she's always been telling me how, like, if you work hard, you're capable of so much and that you really shouldn't limit your potential. So she's really been there for me throughout all the years and just watching me grow up. So I would have to thank her for a lot of this. That's good. What has she helped you develop on this? Has she given you any personal advice to get through high school or anything that she's told you? Um, give any useful tips on what she did in life to you? Yeah, she's been really encouraging on different things. If I'm having a hard struggle, she's always there for me. And she always tells me she's proud of me no matter what I do. So it's been, so awesome. yeah, definitely encouraging to have her there when you're struggling in the middle of the night with homework, just to have someone who understands and wants to be there for you. It's good to have somebody at your side like that. Does she have Facebook? Uh, my grandma doesn't have Facebook, but we talk on the phone. <laughs> yeah, she's not so advanced yet. Oh, okay. So she doesn't have Skype, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't think my grandma does either. I think she has a Facebook, but she never oh. uses it. <laughs> and Asia, are you excited about senior year as well? I am so excited for senior year. <laughs> Although I love high school experiences. I am so excited to be able to get out of high school and get on with college, which is a totally different experience that I really can't wait for. But I have a challenge for you. Okay. Choose one of your friends and tell us why that person's friendship is so important to you. Wow. Um, throughout high school, I've made a lot of different friends who are friends for different different degrees like some of my friends were debate buddies we encourage each other on debates but we're not so close outside of school but one of my friends who has grown really close with me throughout sophomore year when we're both struggling through our different first time taking APs and whatnot she's really been there for me whatever and she's always been there at late nights for my rants and <laughs> to do homework with always encouraging and she's so different from me yet we get along so well and we understand how much friendship means so I definitely want to keep in touch with her and I'm so happy that she is in my life that's really good I kind of have a friend like that her name is um Becca and we became friends around freshman year and we're we're now that I think about it we're really diverse people we're really different <laughs> But we get along so great. It's crazy. We've had a lot of ups and downs. Um, when I moved here, we had a little bit of a down. And now that we've reconnected, it's like nothing even ever happened. And <laughs> it's great to be able to connect with someone like that because they can support you so well, even though you're feeling just terrible. And then they're there to pick you right back up. And then you can do the same thing for them. And it's, it's great to have something that precious through high school. I had a friend who I... 
I met in second grade, and <laughs> we've been wow. friends since. She's a fresh, or she just grad, or finished her freshman year at college, and. It's really nice just growing up with her constantly. And like you said, we've also had our ups and downs when we transitioned from middle school to high school yeah. to college. But throughout the years, we always seem to find each other again. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had a friend as long as second grade. <laughs> you remember the friends I had in second grade, <laughs> but I don't think I've had a fresh uh, friendship for that long. I think my longest friendship was in seventh grade. And we were basically the same people. We liked the same things. And <laughs> just super close and it sucks because I had her as a friend in California and it's been a while since I've lived there and you know even though we have Facebook we just haven't really connected and you know it's okay because you know those friendships aren't friendships aren't meant to last forever but it's good while they last so that's good yeah friendships are definitely something we're cherishing in the moment and later yeah, I have actually been invited to talk to a school before and just talk to children about, you know, following their dreams, mm -hmm. what they want to do. And just even though they have a dream and they don't think that they can make it, that you should at least go for it. So if you were invited to speak to a group or grade school children about succeeding in high school, what would you tell them? I'd probably tell them to reach for their dreams in any way possible, to not let anyone limit yourself, and that with hard work, everything is possible, that you shouldn't listen to people who say, oh, girls can't do science, oh, boys can't do this, or just what anyone is telling you. You should just try to live out your dream. Like you said, I can't have said it better, to try different things to understand who you are and That's not let society influence you so much. Yeah, the value of friendship really makes me think about things like that. Actually, being a teen entrepreneur, people tend to like me because I'll tell them, you know, I have my own business and I make a little bit of money, but I have my own charity as well. And then I'll tell them, like, I go on teen speaking <laughs> engagements and all that stuff. And then it turns out they only wanted to be friends with me for what I did and what I had and and you know the money that I may have and and it's great to have friends that like me for who I actually am instead Definitely. of what I have. Yeah, and you you realize that while growing up as well. Yeah, you realize that in high school, I think. You realize who what your personality <laughs> is, what people you connect with the best. Because in middle school I think that's practice for middle school. Well, well, I'm sure my senior year is going to zip by next year and this show today has really opened my eyes. I have so many exciting things ahead of me. As always, all good things must come to an end. And this is the end of our show for today. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone, Bruce Solstein, Cornelius Henna. Thanks to our guests from around the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Young Juan. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Watch our fun videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are to meet many of our volunteers outreach pro and outreach programs. Until next week, remember, be adventurous, be kind, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to Express Yourself. Stars to shine. 
between the lines if you would let yourself